Welcome to a Business Growth Mindset Podcast. I'm Christian Lavolsi, and I am incredibly grateful to be here today and share this episode with you. My purpose is to change the world one person at a time so that I can help them become the very best version of themselves. In today's episode, we explore the cause of failure and why smart people fail. This episode is full of golden nuggets to get you self-reflecting and thinking um, always. This is a very brief masterclass and I know that you will love it. To all the business owners and entrepreneurs, the crazy ones, the believers, the doers, the clever makers, the action takers, and everybody else in between, this podcast was designed for you. If this is your very first time visiting my channel or listening to my content, make sure you subscribe by clicking the subscribe button now and change the notifications alert so you don't miss future episodes. Stick around and listen up because what I'm going to share with you has the power to change your mindset and those around you. Wow. Am I super pumped to be here today? And I hope that you are too. For the past month, I've been sharing content on fear, failure, and courage. And I've been blessed with incredible feedback. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Today is likely to be one of those short, one of my shortest podcasts but one that will have a significant impact on you and your journey. Today, I want to explore with you the causes of failure and share with you why smart people fail. You see, I always justified my early failure at school because I was repeatedly told I was stupid. Therefore, it made sense why I was terrible at school. I accepted that I was stupid and therefore I had to rebel to get attention, which further exacerbated the underlying issues in my childhood. When I failed catastrophically in my early 30s and was left homeless, penniless and depressed, I had no idea why I failed. I spent so much of my life validating who I was by becoming a B-grade celebrity and chasing money uh, that I lost my entire identity. Now, fast forward to a few years ago, after rebuilding myself from the inside out, undertaking my MBA, being awarded the golden keys, being acknowledged as a leader and change maker, helping 66 startups raise $189 million, becoming a father to two amazing and energetic children, and having the best woman in my life in Lucy, I realized that I was always smart, but I didn't understand the causes of failure and had no idea that I had developed deep and bad habits that would create a failure cycle that would lend to, well, that would lead uh, most people to their end. So today, I want to share with you what I learned along this journey about the causes of failure, and from my research and experience, I can categorize them into four areas, right? Strategic mis- misintent, okay? And this is when a compelling statement about where an organization is going that succinctly conveys a sense of what that organization wants to achieve in the long term is bad or wrong. Negative transfers, which is 
the interference of the previous knowledge with new learning where one set of events could hurt performance on related tasks. The third one is one-track mindset, which is when a business owner or leader um, thinks of nothing more than one thing. They don't have an inquisitive mind and they don't think laterally. Delusions of a dream company is the last one. And this is where leaders and business owners avoid facing reality. Now to make sense of this, you can then break it down into 11 separate areas. One, the magic answer. When an executive or leader thinks that he can find the secret to success in one principle or model. It encourages one big bet that is often the wrong one. Usually a valid principle or model too incomplete. If you bet the company, you bet too much. Two, the holy grail, a strategy that remains forever unattainable. Three, the wrong scoreboard, which is basically an inappropriate measure of success. Four, yesterday's answer, where a business is concerned with a picture of reality that once worked, but is no longer valid. Five, a different game. Companies' uh, perceptions become obsolete, not because times have changed, but because it has moved into a new area where its version of reality is no longer valid. Six, a false self-image. Being wrong about what you are good at. That's a serious problem. Seven, the film producer error. Failing to take sufficient account of the specific and often unique attributes that made a particular venture successful. Eight, it's a small world. <laughs> when people in a company base their assessments of reality on experiences that they've uh, had that are simply not representative of the larger world. Nine, home field rules. When executives and leaders assume that their counterparts elsewhere will play by the same rules, that they play by at home. And 10, expansive or uh, expansion fever, okay? It's what a company is suffering from when it pursues rapid expansion at the expense of profitability and without controlling liabilities. 11, it's the zombie businesses. Businesses that are stuck in the ways, the delusional policies and attitudes that make for a zombie business will help support the mistaken picture of the reality, and it encourages employees to ignore uh, vital information that would threaten it. Now, knowing the causes of failure helps you to navigate and steer. However, great leaders also predict uh, the future, and you can do so by knowing the early signs of failure. Now, in my experience, working with over 500 companies and my academic research on failure, there are four very obvious early warning signs and they include one, unnecessary complexity. This is where business owners and executives tend to create a bigger problem than it solves. Now, I bet you can think of many examples of this in the world and more closely in your own experiences. Two, uh, speeding out of control. Business owners who make costly mistakes because they are overwhelmed and don't seek out the assistance of others and don't surround themselves 
with good advisors. Three, the distracted business owner or CEO. Leadership is from the top. A a distracted business owner and CEO uh, can have severe consequences on a company's culture, bottom line, and long-term viability. And four, excessive hype. I've met many leaders who um, can hide problems or mask intentions that if known would lead people to a make a different decision. And this is a big issue and can be overcome by the quality of talk in your organization. Smart leaders and business owners step up to learning and have an open-mindedness. They are always active listeners and love learning from others. They understand the good and bad practices and they communicate often. Now, too often, I hear people complain about why so many smart people succeed. But in fact, this is not true. Many smart people fail, and often they fail because of bad habits. And I want to explore with you right now seven habits that people form which help them fail. Now, habit one, they see themselves and their companies as dominating their environment. Now, they feel that they're successful and that their companies are successful because they made it happen. They believe that they can do it by their own personal genius and personality. And as far as they are concerned, everyone else right, is there to carry out um, their personal conception of what should be going on. They fail because they may feel as though there is no need for other qualified personnel and of the lack of communication. Now, habit two, there is no clear boundary between their company's interest and their personal interest. They identify, right, or they identify too, too much with the company. They've got too large a stake and too much power. The downfall being too many unwise decisions They cause the company to do things that would make sense for a person, but not a company. And they become extreme risk takers. Habit three, they think they have all the answers. Hasty decision making and taking shortcuts. And the problem with that is they don't consider the ramifications of their actions. They don't allow room for new learning and answers. Habit four, they eliminate anyone who isn't 100% behind them. Their job is to instill their vision throughout the company. And if someone doesn't rally around them, they feel their vision is being undermined. So what's wrong with this picture? Then, well, they limit the company's abilities. They eliminate the chance to correct problems as soon as possible. Habit number five, as, act as the company spokesperson and they're obsessed with the company's image. Now, they love to cause a media frenzy, constantly in the public eye, such as a given public speeches and appearing on social media and in all their branding. This causes their management efforts to become shallow and ineffective. Best energies go towards crafting public image rather than running the company. Habit number six, 
They undermine major obstacles. Now, they become so caught up in their vision, they overlook, okay, they overlook the difficulty of getting, uh, getting their period and assume all problems are solvable. Now, this leads to a loss of edge, complacency, and competitor successes. They may top your successes or lessen the gap. And habit number seven, they stubbornly rely to what worked for them in the past. Now, getting stuck on the tried and tested, they developed uh, they develop a tunnel vision, and then they have a they lack the ability to change. Now, what happens? Market outgrows the company. They stop being able to meet customer demands, and the company is at a standstill and on the fast track to failure. Now that you are aware of such habits, take some time to self-reflect and assess if you have developed any or all of these habits. Remember, habits are formed over time and can be hard to break, but they are not impossible to break. It takes six to eight weeks to form new habits, but longer to break old ones. You start by acknowledging habits and beginning to become self-aware so that you can make the changes that are required for you to stop with the old and focus on the new. Everything good takes time, so don't be discouraged um, if some uh, extra time is taken. The key is to start and persevere. Purpose has become a cornerstone in my teaching and coaching of business owners. Knowing the causes of failure and knowing uh, the habits that help you fail will allow you to go forward with courage. Building courage is a key instrument in accelerating my clients' growth and deepening their impact, both professionally and personally. I want this for you, and this is why I share my knowledge and experience uh, in my podcasts each week. If you loved today's podcast and are enjoying the series, please take a minute to rate it and provide a review. This helps others know that the content I'm sharing is valuable, but also inspires me to share more content with you. Don't forget to share the podcast and the channel with others uh, who you believe will gain value from the content I'm sharing. Please take care during this time, be kind and be courageous. And as always, live with purpose. Are you ready to start taking action on your business? Would you like to spend more time with your family? Then call 1-300-643-229 and start building momentum right now. I know you're busy. In fact, you are so busy that you don't have time to work on your business or yourself. Often tossing and turning at night, worrying about the how-tos and the cash flow. How on earth can you possibly get off the hamster wheel so that you can take a helicopter view to see where you'll be in 90 days, one year, or three years from now. In this program, I will take you from sleepless nights to blissful sleep. You'll have more time with your family and you will have the clarity and direction so you can grow and flourish. Call 1-300-643-229 now and start building momentum.